You're listening to a BGE podcast. Welcome to this Grill Life on the Blind Grilling Experience, where we talk about the history and food that got me where I am today. Don't mess with chili. Chili's probably one of them foods that most folks think of when they think about fall and they think about winter. Something to come in that's in a bowl with a spoon that's nice and warm when it's been cold outside. But I gotta tell you, I could eat chili year-round. In fact, we do eat chili year-round. Even in times like we're in right now when we're hitting 100 degrees or more during the day and maybe dipping down into the 80s overnight, I can still eat a big old bowl of chili. And chili is good not just as a main dish, but it can be used as a side. You can top hot dogs and have a big old chili dog or you could add it to some cheese and have some nacho chili cheese dip for some chips of course you can have a brisket chili you can have over the top chili that's made in the smoker a friend of mine in Louisville Kentucky old Mr. Captain Moonlight even made a cactus chili one time when we were having a chili cook off with some friends there in Louisville Kentucky yeah, chili cook-offs something that's pretty common. In fact, in the fall and the winter, here in Springfield, Missouri, they have a big old chili cook-off to raise money for some local charities. But it's not without some controversy that is the chili. Probably the biggest controversy that I know of when it comes to chili is whether or not it should have beans true Texas-style chili, my understanding, is without beans. I like it either way. I'm, I'm a fan of, of beans and don't mind them in my chili, but there's a lot of die-hard Texas chili addicts that <laughs> say, no way, Jose. Leave the beans out. But there's another type of chili that I think is important to talk about and why, I've been, why I, I have titled this episode, Don't Mess With Chili. But for that, I need to tell you a story. My wife and I were actually living in Louisville, Kentucky at the time. Some friends of ours had invited us to come over for supper the next day. And they told us they would be serving some chili. Man, I was excited because we had been over to their house several times in the past. And everything that they had ever put on that table in front of me was absolutely spectacular. From appetizers to sides to main dish to dessert, it was always a treat. 
to go over to their place and eat. And so when they invited us over, I was like, all right, let's go. And the next day, in fact, I skipped lunch knowing that they said we were going to be having chili for supper. Like I said, I love chili, and I could eat it year-round. And so we arrived a few minutes early. We got to visit and talk just a little bit. Pretty soon we were called into the dining room where we sat around the table. and In front of me, rather than a bowl and a spoon, was a plate. To one side was a knife and a fork. To the other side was the spoon. They began to pass around the, 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 the dish, and my wife would place some on my plate. And when I grabbed the spoon, my wife says, <clears throat> no, you're going to need a fork. And I thought, uh, a fork? <laughs> well, all right. I grabbed my fork, and when I felt on my plate, I realized I had spaghetti on my plate. So I kind of began to change my mindset just a little bit, and I spoke up, and I said, oh, I guess you changed uh, what you intended to have for supper tonight. To which she responded, oh, no, this is what we were planning on. I said, oh, okay. About that time, my wife hit my leg underneath the table, and I thought, well, (laughs) to be honest with you, I thought she was just moving because we hadn't been married that long, and I didn't pick up on little subtleties like fingernails digging into my muscle of my top of my leg or her fist nailing me in the side of the leg, telling me to shut up. (laughs) So I continued, oh, I thought we were having chili. And she said, this is chili. I thought, what? And then... She began to explain, oh, I know, you were probably thinking of something like a Texas chili. Well, this is Cincinnati chili. Cincinnati chili, I thought. Very interesting. Everything you put before me before I have liked, and so I will give this a go. And I must admit, it wasn't bad. It did have some good flavor, but I will say this. It was not chili. No, this was like folks in Texas and Italy had gotten into a tug of war and Texas decided, you know what, this ain't worth it. We know what real chili is. Hey, folks up there in Ohio, why don't you grab hold of this rope and you get into this battle with the Italians. (laughs) And they came to some type of settlement. The Italians got their spaghetti noodles and Ohio got their beans and there was a little bit of meat sauce mixed in with it. (laughs) I think there are even restaurants that are built around serving spaghetti and calling it chili. (laughs) I don't know if I'll ever understand that. Because I like spaghetti and I like chili. But to have spaghetti in chili, something's just not right. With all that said, though, you know, I got to thinking. 
When I was growing up at elementary school at the school cafeteria right here in Missouri, one of the things that they served occasionally was Chili Mac. It was a real thick, what I thought of as chili, but it had macaroni noodles mixed in with it. And, you know, back then I didn't think much of it. But looking back, while definitely it was different than what was put on my plate there in Louisville, I guess in some ways it was kind of the same. I've talked to some folks since who said, yeah, you know, one way to make chili go further when they were growing up and being poor and not having a lot, they would add some noodles and just kind of make it go out for an extra couple of days. And that makes sense. If you don't have a lot of means and you're trying to feed a lot of folks, extending things out, making it last a little bit longer, I can see that. No doubt about it. But when it comes to chili, again, there's a lot of ways to do it. We like to use leftover brisket. We like to use ground beef and even some ground pork in our chili. We usually will have beans added to some of our chili. We usually do a one-to-one ratio with our chili. A pound of meat, a can of tomato sauce, a can of stewed tomatoes, a can of beans, if that's what you like, a packet of taco seasoning, a little bit of chili powder. Mix that all together, let it cook and soak and simmer most of the day. And as with most chilies, it's even better the next day. Like we said earlier, you could put that on a hot dog and have yourself a big old filling chili dog. Or take them leftovers and add it to some nacho cheese and have some chili cheese dip. But you know, thinking of all that, I need to get with old Captain Moonlight and see if he's still got that cactus chili recipe. That's intriguing. I remember I loved it, and I think he won first place that year. But I've never made it myself. Maybe that's because I take on the old adage, don't mess with chili.